No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. No simple road. Yeah, here we go. gonna keep saying ready everybody ready yeah over and over again are you ready no i gotta go to the bathroom now i'll be back yeah, about 20 cool. minutes i'm gonna go outside now waited smoke. too long hey now no simple road family we're back for another edition of the no simple road weekly rewind produced in collaboration with melt premium mushroom melt. chocolates melting you away melting melting the stress your mouth. Melt melting your, your mind this is premium mushroom chocolates. This isn't like the mushroom chocolates you got from some dude down the street. This is all in-house grown mushroom blend, four grams in every bar, the best chocolate you can possibly imagine, vegan options, 10 different flavors. Go to Instagram and follow them at Melt Mushrooms, M-E-L-T-M-U-S-H-R-O-O-M-S, plural. That's right because there's more than one mushroom in there and send them a DM, tell them no simple road sent you and you are going to get $20, $20 off your first bar or order or whatever. And then you're going to send us a, a little message and you're gonna be like, those were the best freaking mushroom chocolates I ever had in my whole life. I ordered 400 of them. That'd be awesome. I, and they do I have was, wholesale orders. Yes, they do. I, I was just going to read this little book from their Instagram. I love this. What they said the other day. Our focus is to help create a new relationship of well-being and mental health around mushrooms and other adaptogens. These plants are magic. They're our passion. Mm -hmm. Let them open your heart and minds to a healthier version of yourself. And who couldn't use a healthier version of themselves? I know I could use a healthier version of myself right now. We are um, exactly <laughs> one week from traveling to dicks we're back exactly oh, one week okay. today and i i i said yesterday that yesterday was the first day i really like 100 percent was back in my body and my mind was operating but i i think that was a lie yesterday was <laughs> Compared like to how you maybe 90 percent today's maybe 97 mm -hmm. and, and there's still that mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. missing 3% that's, you know, f- floating in some bong water and the inside of a nitrous tank. Well, I, I, think, a lot. I think we have to definitely do that too with the, you try to convince yourself like, like, no, I'm better than I am. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like, like I'm 110%. It's like thinking. Tuesday and it's like, Oh okay. no. Tuesday. Did anybody else believe me? Because I just <laughs> bullshitted myself. Mel and I like steady slept every single day from like, I don't know. What do you think? Like one in the afternoon? Well, no, at least until like three because I get home and then. Yeah. Yeah. So like three till six or seven, get up for a couple hours and then go back to bed Mm -hmm. all week. But you know what? At that point, rest is the only slash best medicine that you can have. There's like, yeah, soup would be helpful. Electrolytes is great. And yes, all those things, vitamin C. um, But you need to just go to go to bed. That's it. Good sleep yeah. in your own Because when you wake surroundings. up, there's, that's your, you know, time to like rejuvenate and like your body's like repairing itself. Well, okay. Let's start at the beginning of, of the journey. So we left Wednesday morning. We woke up at, at um, like three o'clock in the morning, left for the airport at 3.30 and flew to Denver and um, went and did our appearance at... Uh, Ophelia's electric soapbox. <laughs> yeah, we got to stop there. I will. I will. With Andy Frasco's World Saving Podcast, comedian Todd Glass, um, Chris Pandolfi was our guest, and Jake Plummer, the quarterback. For those who don't know who Jake Plummer is, he w- was the quarterback for the Denver Broncos back in the day, and he is now um, a mushroom advocate. Yes, and a grower. He grows all kinds of wonderful mushrooms. And a total badass. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the most sweet, gentle man I met back there. Yeah. I I have to agree. I didn't know who he was and him and I were just shooting Neither did I. And he was such a sweetheart and he, um, I've actually had people that have watched the podcast, um, the live stream, um, mention there like, wow, he was awesome. Yeah. He was incredible. Yeah. So... We we go in the afternoon to go do sound check at Ophelia's and it's we get there and it was just You're not us. gonna tell anybody about the car. What car? <laughs> oh, the car that we rented? Yes, because no, we're was not such there yet. <laughs> that well we rented that car to get but there. But I didn't know how much I loved it until I tried <laughs> yeah, to drive it home. Fall from in there. love with the headlights, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, can, you just blew it. That's a, that's a sneak <laughs> There's peek. no blue it. Okay. Yeah, that tells you that love the headlights. I did. So <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we're there. It's just us. There's no, there's like two other people in the building and then Nick Gerlach shows up and then Andy shows up and then Andy's crew shows up and they start setting up the stage for the night that we're about to have. And that was really cool to be a witness to that. Yeah. To them rehearsing and getting ready and doing sound check. And we got to do our, that was like our first real sound check. Yeah. Like having to be there early in the afternoon to set up our mics and check the volumes. That was, that was yep. something else. It was a trip. It was definitely a trip. I mean, I've been to sound checks before and seen bands. Yeah, do so have I. But uh, it's different uh, when, uh, it's Andy when it's Andy Frasco and crew sound checks different. Oh, and yeah. Funny. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a, it's for any of you that have ever wondered if like there's an on Frasco and an off Frasco. There's not. There's just a Frasco. It's always 
the the scene around him. I mean, the what you see on stage is is personified a little bit with the antics, but that's happening twenty four seven. Like, yeah, it's a cavalcade of weirdos and just Look, stuff happening. He's about it. Funions, he's about the bunions. lifestyle. He's about the performance. He's about the work. He's about the connection. He's about all of it. Yeah, man. It was it was super super cool to get to do that with him. So. We finish yeah. our sound check. Thank and, you, Andy. That was really, really fun. And we we take off to go check into our Airbnb that we shared with Long Strange Putt and some Saxy Art and <laughs> a few of their their uh, brethren. And uh, we get to the house and we got to relax for a little while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If it I remember was really nice. Oh yeah, we got it. Got a shower and get ready, and mm-hmm. we had a few hours to take a quick nap and then like prep and get cleaned up to go back to Ophelia's. Yeah. And, uh, so we, we go back to Ophelia's and, uh, get there and, and it's starting to fill in with people. We're supposed to go on at like seven thirty, And we got there at like six 45 and it's, you know, it's starting to get busy and I'm like, Oh shit. And and we're, and we're hanging out in the green room with Todd glass and Andy's road manager. And they're bringing us back hors d'oeuvres, little pork belly hors d'oeuvres, cornbread hors d'oeuvres. And then these pizzas from Ophelia's that were just the, the, the hot honey drizzle on the pizza was one of my favorite things I've ever tasted. I I love that. That was your favorite, their first thing. You've said said that sentence like 500 times. It's like hot honey. I wasn't hip to that. (laughs) I'm still not hip to it. I haven't had it on pizza, but you guys have been raving about it on anything. Oh yeah. Put it on a shoe. Hot honey is legit. So we're back there and, um, Andy comes back. He's like, yo man, um, it hasn't filled in all the way. It's like, it's like seven twenty. He's like, we're going to give it until like seven fifty, And I, I'm like at, the, by this point, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to shit my pants and throw up. Why? I'm, were- <laughs> I was so nervous. And, and I had done like so good up until <laughs> maybe when we walked into Ophelia's I was like I don't know why I'm not nervous what like, do you think makes you nervous at the last minute like that because I, I was too I don't know I don't know I, I, and I couldn't I didn't get, get a ner- handle on it I, I didn't get nervous because you're building yourself up for that 7 30 thing and then it's like which was a good idea to push it 20 minutes to let more people come in but then it's like okay I was ready to go in a couple minutes now we got to sit here for another 20 minutes you know what and was i know helpful? i had i had several andy frasco specials and mel had one we yeah. had some jameson's and ginger ale mm-hmm. to, and that helped calm me it did and then actually really truly hanging out with todd glass he he like he's a great conversation yes yeah. we were so engaged in, in conversation the whole night and that it like kind of made me forget that we were why we were there i didn't forget (laughs) like it just Uh it took the edge off of that was all i was thinking about it gave something to do to be like preoccupied building up to it with good conversation and funny let let me just stop right here before we go any further i i don't want to forget and just finish this rewind and be like fuck i forgot to say that for all of you that tuned in to the live stream Thank you so much. I I got a, a transcript of the chat. And, oh, you did. And you guys are so sweet, and Aww. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for 
spending that night with us and and being there with yeah. us when we did that was a really really huge and deal for us what, man also sorry really was. sorry we could because aaron was trying to work that in of like bringing his ipad on stage so we could try I to interact forgot. with the chat but, but also it, it would have right. been it would have been very hard to do mm-hmm. we would have had to like stop and like like oh hold on chris uh oh me, no i wouldn't have like, I would like, have done it while somebody else was talking, but I, okay, it, I just for, I completely forgot that the iPad even existed on did planet Earth because you ended up leaving it there that night when I we know. left. No, and I don't. That was the thing. Remind me anyway. That's part of the story. I know because we have to get into it later. So <laughs> we're it's like seven forty eight, and we're standing behind the curtain <clears throat> waiting to go on the stage, and I'm like literally vibrating, like I felt like I was going to pass out. Because the room is full, man. And, oh, well, yeah. and we and people were kind of coming in and out of the curtain. A couple people came in and out. So then, when the curtain opened, you could see. That's when I started getting nervous. I could see how yeah. full it was filling up because the curtain would part for a minute. It was like, oh, oh shit! All these people. people. <laughs> yeah. And so they start playing the No Simple Road music. And, and, and I was trying to. This is imperative that I say this because it was like you know, we needed to get out there or whatever, but like, you know, you have to let the music go for um, like even five seconds and then make a walkout. Literally the second it came on, Aaron Bolton, I was like trying to grab his shirt to like, but he went so fast no, that he didn't even know. That, I was out there yeah, on the first like, note. <laughs> boom, boom. Ta-da. Yeah. I was Ta-da, like, dang, bitches. give him a little <clears throat> nope. something. To- <laughs> uh, but, I walked out, I see all the people in in the audience and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like in my head, I don't know what to say. I I had like a whole thing Mm -hmm. that I was going to say prepared in my head, forgot the entire thing, got over to where I was sitting down. I sat down and I went completely calm. It was so weird. Like like in the cartoons when you see color drain out of somebody down to their feet. Yeah. That's what happened. Like all the nervousness just went. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. This is going to be dope. And we did our thing, man. I, I feel like we did on that stage in front of everybody what we do sitting right here with just the three of us. Yeah. It did feel very... um I don't normal is not the way not the word but like I was just thinking about it when we're coming in right now like I feel so comfortable it comfortable here. Is- like if anybody comes into this room I I don't care who it is it's I feel so good in my own space and I feel like we created our own space on that stage in Ophelia's yeah in Ophelia's and the conversation was really fun that we had with Chris it was a that was a conversation we've never really had before with anybody. And the topic really did fit for where we were. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, okay. That made me, I realized just, you know, like if we're going to do, I remember speaking of Chris during the first um, time we had him on the show, he mentioned about um, like going back and looking at his performance and like what, could he have done better right so i was just like thinking we took it for granted that everybody was a fish fan that would go to ophelia's and that that's what people were in town for because some people didn't know that but a lot of people did and so even just like 
the back it, it it enforced in me like a short backstory how important it is yeah just to kind of catch everybody up in the room up to speed well that's why like when we came out the first thing that i thought to do was introduce who we were you know what i mean because yeah. There were people there that did had no idea who No Simple Road was, and they're okay, there for who, Frasco. Who are or, these fucking people that are up yeah. on the stage? Like, and why do I care? And some of the, the yep. few people were there just because they like going to Ophelia's and whatever is going to be on stage. They is, go yeah. they're, just, they're just there because they like Ophelia's, and so we we do our thing, and uh, we go back stage to the green room after. How we're do done. you think? Hold on, why do you think it went Apple? How do I think? I think it went amazing. Like the what you guys were saying, you summed it up when you're like looking for the word. Once we were on stage and sat down and looked in people's eyes, and then bless her heart, Annabelle was Aww. there. Annabelle came up to the front and just like did like we, shooting guns and blew blew us blowing kiss. kisses, so like you guys sweet. rock. And I just yeah, felt, and letting us know that she was there. Like yeah, and looked out and just saw these friendly faces. That was like, oh, this is. This is our people. Yeah. We're, we're home. I saw people like making eye contact with me while I was talking, like nodding. Yeah. And, and like, you know, like, well, he, like, like yeah, yeah. Well, for the people that didn't see the stream, like, like you didn't mention that the way Aaron started it out was by having everybody be get completely quiet and do a breathing exercise together. Yeah. Which got the entire was amazing because there there's like a balcony with tables. People are up there like eating having meals, having dinner. And everybody stopped and like quit eating and paid attention. It was, it was a trip. It, like it, it, it was dope. It, it like totally worked to get everybody on the same page it, and to help them pay attention. It to, helped me to get on yeah. on this on the level. I was like, good, because Aaron like was like, you do it, and I was like, no, you need to see this through. You like you started you it. started it. You need to complete it. Like it was cool too. Like. I said, good. I said, we're from Portland and in the spirit of keeping, keeping it weird, we're going to do something weird and cool together. Right now we're going to do a little breathing exercise and, uh, I want everybody to like sit up in their chair and close their eyes and the entire place went silent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh hell yeah. Yes. I, it was. It's like, <laughs> they're in the palm of my hand now. It was, that was a cool feeling to like. And it set, the, room it set the tone for our whole It did set the tone. I felt like it just kind of pressed the reset button on the evening. Like, okay, we're starting right now. Like, you know, anything, the, like a chant or like, you know, some ohms. Ohms. The, the other yeah. thing I felt too with that one, I felt like, like we did uh, Peach Festival and stuff, but this felt to me like I felt like it was our first performance because of the interaction with people and people I didn't realize till the one girl said afterwards she's all you were cracking me up with your facial expression reactions to the conversation and what was going on and I'm like what <laughs> okay because I, I guess she's like you your eye you do your eyebrows and this and that I'm like okay so it was oh, like there was lady. people yeah. watching us it, it, it was it was a performance yeah yeah we don't usually get to sit in front of that many people and have their they're they're intently watching us and yeah. listening and it was like we performed it our was ass a really off. good crowd like i yeah, it was a great i crowd. i never really understood that well i do understand that from like being in a crowd's perspective but like if you're on stage when they say it was a good crowd 
I can understand the interaction. You know, it makes sense. More. I'm sure that there's places that won't. That aren't. A- absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and seeing the thing that you hear bands like, because you can't see everybody. I where we've heard people mm-hmm. say you can see like the first front rows, but then everything because the lights, yeah. the house lights and stuff, kind of blind you. Pretty good. I saw a lot of people's faces, and that was another thing that helped me. So Kyle, I just want to give you a shout out, and Kim, yeah. um, y'all were really helpful like i looked over a couple times and just saw you guys smiling and like it like anchored me in it was like okay people are digging it i don't need to be nervous i am be myself dropped into the conversation it you was know so, yeah it felt so good and if like yeah. when we i there's a little clock that faces faces the stage and i looked and i saw that we were like we had like a minute left and when we got up to walk off that stage i was floating I was like, wow, I can't believe we just did that. Like, and it went through my head like six and a half years ago, clamping the mic to the table out mm-hmm. in the front and like being scared to even put the, my voice out on the internet and, and then to be doing that, like it was a cool, like full mm-hmm. circle moment in my head for myself. And <clears throat> we walked backstage and there's a whole, you know, if you've ever been backstage at, at any kind of a show, there's a whole scene that's going on back there of like there really managers and, and tour managers and, you know, hanger honors and the band and this, that, the other person. I was like, I'm, I can't deal with this right Matt, now. Matt, thank you so much for hooking us all up and making sure that we had everything right on the stage, behind the stage, and like Mel. sound, Mel. Oh my gosh, yeah, Mel. Mel and Matt really... You two, not just you two, but like, thank you for hooking it up and making it such a positive experience and like being so sweet and attentive and like new. Making sure that we were Yeah, on so many different angles. It was like, thank you to the Ophelia staff, like from top to bottom. So I, they have like an upstairs area and out, there's an outdoor little patio. I was like, I'm going up to that patio. I'm going to go outside and have a cigarette. And so I grab my smokes and walk up the stairs and I walk outside and there's like maybe four people out there because there's, you know, people are eating still, stuff's going on. Well, two of the four people that are standing out there are Peter Shapiro and Justin Cucci. Justin Cucci's the guy that owns Ophelia's and the Edible Beats. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh, shit. Like, I, I didn't think to like walk over to them and say anything and peter shapiro looks at me and he's like aaron that was fucking awesome man i was like first of all peter shapiro just said my name and knows who the fuck we are like okay that's weird and second he just said we did a good job what the hell so i like it's not that weird babe we have had him on the show yeah but he that guy you know what he see, strikes me as somebody who remembers things mm-hmm. yeah especially peter when shapiro doesn't give me the the vibe that he's forgetful or can't keep, doesn't remember faces or names i feel like he knows so, he may not take him a minute to connect, but like he knows. What's so he, up. we proceed to have like maybe a five minute conversation. And he was like, you know, man, that was, that was really cool. I've never seen anybody do anything like that. And I was like, well, you know, man, like we were having these conversations with the musicians and then we would go to the show afterward and we'd have a 
deeper experience with the music because we now knew the person that was making it. It was different for us. We're rooting for our friend. And, and I was like, and you know, it just, it occurred to me, like we can do the same thing for the people that listen to the show. We can all get to know the person together. And then when they go see the show, they're going to have a deeper experience. And he was like, wow, man, that's fucking genius. And I was like, Peter Shapiro just said I had a genius idea. It's like, holy shit. And then Justin came over and started telling me like, hey, man, great job. Like, that was really cool. It was really great to get to see you guys do what you do live. Like, because as if you listen to the Rewind, you know that Edible Beats had been our sponsor for almost the last nine months, I think, for the weekly Rewind. And just a month and a half ago, they stopped their sponsorship with us. And uh, he was like, you know, uh, I want to, while you guys are in town, I know that uh, you guys want to eat at one of the restaurants. So please let me uh, spoil you guys with, with a brunch one day. You know, I know you're going to see fish and everything, but um, you know, we really, I want to, I want to spoil you guys. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, absolutely. I want to do that. But then I'm thinking about like the logistics of, trying to wake up in the morning to go do anything after a fish show, you know? So I was like, yeah, sure. We'll do that. Okay. And I, I walked off that like porch area, like, holy shit. Peter Shapiro just told me I did a good job. And Justin Cucci wants to buy me brunch. Like, and I just performed at Ophelia's this. I can't believe this is my life right now. (laughs) <laughs> welcome to your life yeah <laughs> how do you like it <laughs> that was rough. i'll take it like that i couldn't what well, I, I couldn't stop smiling and, and then after that happened the entire rest of the evening with that we were there because we were there for several more hours yeah, for andy's in, performance mm-hmm. and just so many people that were there coming up to each of us together separately because we were kind of wandering around mm-hmm. doing our own thing then hanging out together, so many people coming up and thanking us and just giving us shout outs and making us feel good. And it was just what an amazing. What was that lady like, and her husband's name that have the podcast? Oh, gosh. Was it Oliver? Um, you don't remember? Oh, no, I she don't. Said she said, me and Mel and I were sitting down and she Olivia. came up to us and she was like, hey, guys, I don't want to bother you, but... um we want to have you on our podcast. And I was like, well, really cool. What's your podcast about? And it's a, what, what is it? Is it's it? It's a podcast about, is it about breathing? It's breath work. Yes. And, breath work. And, and they're like, we don't know who Andy Frasco is. We didn't know who you guys were. We just happened to be here tonight at this thing. And the entire night was a synchronicity for us because we talk on our podcast about the subject you were talking about tonight, but in the context of meditation, not in the context of music. She's like, the conversation you guys just had tonight is something that we've been talking about for the past few months on our show. And we really want to have you guys on. And I was like, what a trip. Like just going somewhere, not knowing even what it is you're going to see. And it's her and her husband doing the podcast too, which that was, and she also 
I mean, and, and we are going to do this. If she's down, I'm down to do I'm it. Down. But, Hell yeah. but we were also talking about hair because she has curly hair also. Oh, and yeah. she had asked hair me beards. if, you know, that was my hair or whatever. So like we're talking about hair and I'm telling her this kind of my story. And she's like, oh, my God, like that's my story, too. We have so many similarities in how just like feeling shamed for having curly hair and so feeling weird. like you have to have it straight. And then so just what that does to your psyche. It's like, it seems simple, but it's like if hair does have this spiritual aspect to it, as far as like, um, your antenna. your antenna and like the spiritual energy that you have or whatever. And you're like taming it. You're like on purpose, like taking the fight out of it and like, and, and like loving it, smiling. And ha- it's like such a sad That's thing. Weird. Yeah. It's a weird head trip that it gives you. And like, only gr- girls that have curly hair could know that. Yeah. And we haven't anyway, even mentioned so yeah. like Dan. Oh my gosh. Our our brother Dan uh, came know. on He's, his own dime. Oh my gosh. To Dan, Denver. I love you so much. Just to do photos and video for us of. of and the, to come to fish. And and we took him to his first fish show. So That's right. So yeah, we, we finished the night at Ophelia's. We, uh, we jump in the minivan that we rented, we're driving back to the Airbnb and we got about two thirds of the way back. And I was like, oh, I left the iPad in the green room and had that feeling of like, well, probably never going to see that iPad ever again. And if tonight cost me an iPad Totally I, I, I was honestly, I was honestly, I was shocked at Aaron's calmness Me and too. reaction because <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, oh fuck, we got to turn around and go all the way back. And he's like, eh, it's my bad. I left it. Hopefully we get it. If not, I'll buy a new one. You were so calm about I, it. Mel, Mel mentioned that, which, to which me. kind of reflects the evening. Like you said, the calmness that came over you after we did it and it stayed throughout the, he's just yeah. like, eh, oh, well, an iPad. I mean, it's honestly like what that wouldn't be your normal reaction than no. a lot of times in the past, it especially like, with oh, a piece fuck. of like a piece of equipment. <laughs> like, like that's it. The whole night's canceled. Yep. We got to go get that piece of equipment out. Care now what we it can't takes. do whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, dude. It, it, yeah. It was. It was literally a breath of fresh air, and it's kind of like prior to the this um uh trip you had already been displaying like different characteristics, like having different um, responses to other, to things that would happen in your life normally. Like, you know, road rage, for example, or like people cutting in front of the line. Oh, that lady today, man. (laughs) That was just like rude. That was just rude. Don't don't treat me like I'm a ghost. There are people that are rude. That's true. I mean, or just or like they it, could be absent-minded, like whatever. Mm, Who knows? Whatever. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Who knows the, what drug she was on, right? So the iPad is like, I know exactly where it is. It's there's a shelf in the green room. It's on the shelf up. So I try and call Ophelia's. There's no way there. It's closed. I text Frasco. I'm like, yo, Frasco, if you're still at Ophelia's, can you grab my iPad for me? And no, 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 no answer until the next day in, at like four in the afternoon, Andy's manager, road manager has, has the iPad. And I'm like, yes. fuck. 
And we're, now, now I got, we're stoked. Now I got to put out Andy Frasco's fucking tour manager to make sure I get my iPad. Like I felt so bad. Yeah, that sucks. But I was just grateful that they got it. And like, we didn't have to buy another iPad and another pen and yeah. just being convenience. And they were sweet. They were. Oh Bo yeah. They Bo went out of their way. Oh, Bo was sweet. a mensch. Yeah. It hooked me up. So. Bo, I don't know if you listen to the show, but if you do, thanks, brother. That was super fucking cool of you to hook me up like that. Anyway, so we get up the next morning. We were hanging out at the Airbnb with Sean and Andrew and Mike and all of our homies that are there and uh, just getting ready for the fr- the fish pregame. And, uh, you know, Dick's is its own animal. It's it's a. Uh, it's a very special thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it is very special. It's one of the best places to have a reunion. It's such a beautiful place to see people that you're excited to see all year long. And seeing Annabelle after Dick's, that to me was like... Was that on the first night? That was Friday night, yeah. Wow. Oh, the first night was Thursday night. Yeah. Oh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, whatever my days. <laughs> Thanks Apple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like that, seeing all the people that you don't really get to see unless you're at a fish event. It's really a fun seeing Leslie Mack. She, oh, that the was, Goose Chicks podcast. yeah. Goose Chicks podcast. Shout out Leslie. That was such a fun little rendezvous. I ran over and gave her a hug while, you know, we were, fish was on. And yeah, it's a great place to have a reunion. And that's why I think I love Dick so much. And it's so special. So Dan is with us. He's at his first fish show and he has no context for the scene that, and that he is said, He said he, per, he, he, that he, made a point of not even really to look into him or listen to anything. He wanted so to come in so like smart. not knowing. And, and uh, so we're like, well, he's at his first show. Like we have to take him to shakedown. Like we yes. got to take him a walk around and see what's going on out there. Because like for you all that are listening to the show, it's kind of ubiquitous. If I say shakedown, a million images pop up in your head you know exactly what that means you know some people may not bacon in every motherfucking (laughs) bite you know about the balloons you know about the ice cold fatties the whole thing (laughs) he didn't know none of that stuff so it was really fun to like introduce him to that yeah take him and see shakedown through the eyes of somebody that has no context for what Shakedown is. Aaron bought him a pin on Shakedown that said my first show. That and really that, sweet. Uh, people that go to fish know everybody within 20 minutes of us finding our spot. Everybody around knew it was his first show. <laughs> and he was well, stoked by it. People are like pointing at him. They're like, it's his first show. People are like, right on. And that already. The show hadn't even started. And he was already like, oh my gosh. Like everybody's friends and so cool. And, and I was thinking, I remember like... Showtime was supposed to be 7.30. I knew they were going to come on around 8. And it was about five minutes to 8. And things were starting to get fun and weird. And I remember thinking to myself, I hope Fish knows that it's Dan's first show. And that they don't come out and soft shoe us with some like, we're going to take it easy on you for the first night because it's four days. And in true fish fashion, 
they came out and kicked us straight in the nuts with a 20 minute Karini. Oh my God. Like, you got a Karini. Yeah. It, and, Dan got a Karini. And, and I, I the, after the first few notes, I'd like, they settled into the jam and I turned around because Dan was standing behind me. I turned around to look at his face and the look on his face was like utter awe, terror, <laughs> joy, and astonishment. Like all in one compact expression on his face. He wasn't even like moving or dancing. He was just like... Kind of like mouth open, eyes bugged out. Like like it was happening at him. Or to him. Karini was happening to him. Yes. yes. <laughs> Karini was having so, was so happening was, to me too. So was Corota's light show from yes. the moment oh, on. Because, because Dan, is a, he's a videographer, photographer. A lighting so guy. a lighting yeah. guy. He was immediately blown away. Like, like what the hell is this lighting rig? <laughs> it was the best, like... I've taken a lot of people to their first shows. It was the best, second best reaction I've ever had from anybody. First goes to first place goes to Cody. Oh, God. I got a You got a Karini. I don't know what's happening, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know Cody. what that is. Yeah. I, I think he knows what it is now, though. Definitely, Cody yeah. knows what a Karini is. He does, oh, oh, and, and yes. so does Dan now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that and, makes and, me happy. And I love that Dan immediately. One of the first things, like, like he wants to go again immediately. Oh, yeah. He got it with a few songs. You in. know who he else was, knows like, me about up. a Karini? Who? Nathaniel. Oh yeah, Nathaniel knows about a Karini. <laughs> yeah, Christina and Fernando know about a Karini. <laughs> yeah, I mean that whole night, man. They right into Haley's comment. So like you get kicked in the nuts and then they're singing barbershop quartet. Like <laughs> it, 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 it matched so perfectly at the time. It, well, yeah, that's, that's what they do. And then like in the second set, a 22 minute and 39 second tweezer, like that place when the first notes of tweezer hit, the energy was already through the ceiling in that place. And yeah. it went, into the stratosphere it was a very energetic crowd well i like that second set too because we got three of the trey songs in it which is really sweet that was very lyrical night yeah i can't tell which ones are trays and which ones are not set your soul free beneath the sea of stars and oblivion ruby waves in the first Mm -hmm. set yeah. Show of life in the encore. The soul, set your soul free was one of my faves. I, I will say, and I, I'm going to maintain this, like it seems like every time um, I go to a fish show, there's one song that illustrates everything in my life up to that point. Mm. And it becomes my new favorite song for a while until the next time I go see yeah. fish and that happens. Yeah, that happens but to me too. I, and I was saying it that night, Show of Life is my favorite fish song ever, period, for now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, then, and then for somebody's well said, first babe. show to end it without Dan knowing much to end it with that Say It To Me Santos. And he was singing a lot, like partway into the song because those lyrics you get. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, always remember. When, like yeah. he was into it. Uh, show of Life, the lyrics to that song in the context of No Simple Road, 
mm. are so intense and beautiful and heavy and poignant for us. Like Darwin has something to say. He's he wants to go to bed. That's <laughs> yeah, Darwin. yeah. He's gotten all the he ate and did all the things. Yeah, he's like the, the dog is jammed between Mel yeah. and me and the table right now. He like is begging for attention like so much that I had to interrupt the podcast <laughs> to say something. So we we uh, we leave the show with Dan and we say like, hey Dan, what did you think? And what does he say to you, Apple? Well. Uh, the second song in, he told me about the light show. I was like, isn't this like, it's like alien stuff. He's like, beam me up. And then one of the first things he said after the show, he's, he's like, I got re, what do you say? I got deprogrammed. I got deprogrammed. I mean. That's, those are the most powerful words. You can just stop right there. Like, you know, when, when some one phrase means everything, like that says a lot. That's a heavy statement. Yes, to it say is. After a concert. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In addition to he's like, oh, this will not be my last concert. And, you know, you said it to him. The show that Sydney and Adam got is not the. Sh- no. The, the, or that's not the same fish that Sydney and Adam Mm-mm. saw. Mm-mm. No. Sydney and Adam saw really, really great fish. That's it. Yeah. They did not see fish from another planet. No. DistroKid has been the industry standard for getting your newly created music out to the streaming platforms. And now the DistroKid app is now available on iOS and Android. Yeah, check that out. The app is now available on your phone. Go to the app or Play Store and download it. There's so many features inside this app. You, you can do things like sign up and pay for a new DistroKid account. You can upload your new releases there. You can see your DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You even get notified when you've earned royalties and withdraw from the app via push notifications. You can see hyperfollow links. You can edit your account details. You can see your streaming stats from Spotify and Apple. You can even edit and add lyrics to your songs there. So like I said, go over to the App Store on iOS or Android and download the DistroKid app now. Also, they have this new feature called Mixia. I know a lot of artists struggle to be prolific and make their music sound as good as the music they hear from their influences and their peers. That's where Mixia comes in. Nothing's ever going to replace the artistry and expertise of a real human mastering engineer. But for artists who are short on time or resources, Mixia is a powerful tool to help make the music sound great in a hurry. Simple interface, empowering the most novice of music creators. It's got unlimited song previews of mastered songs with one free download. And for 99 bucks, you get unlimited mastered tracks. So go check out Mixia and make sure to go to the app store and download the DistroKid app so that you can get your music out there and get it heard. You're doing your thing and they're helping you do it. DistroKid. No. Right. Well, the, the other thing I love that Dan got, because he, I, I think he said he'd never been to a show. A lot of people have never been to a show with, with a set with a set break, with a oh half hour or so set break. And he didn't understand until he experienced it. It was like, that was so cool because that's when you get to know everybody even better that you've already been dancing with and smiling and hugging for an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And he was like, that was so cool. The set break. There was one moment when he like pointed at me, like he like tapped me on the shoulder and I look back and like, he like was pointing and like the look on his face, I, 
Like a little kid. It was like a little kid that just saw like a dragon. (laughs) (laughs) The most mystical thing like ever. And like, do you, like, are you seeing this? Like. A ghost riding a dragon. I I couldn't, I can't describe it, but it it made me love him so much in that moment. And I was so proud to give him that kind of experience. Like, I was so happy that like he came with us and he was we were sitting where we were sitting. It was like the most perfect dead center ever with just the night was like amazing in every kind of a way, the weather, the, you know, the The set, the setting. Yeah. All of those things. And, and, and the night two was so vastly different from night one Mm -hmm. that if he would have came the second night, I wouldn't have been able to say that same thing. They started with that Wolfman's brother. It wasn't though. Carini. No, it, it wasn't. It, wait, wait, I, I no, could try come it, on. You could try to say whatever you yeah, want, true. but a yeah, Wolfman's brother is not show. a Karini, and that, I will stand by that every time. I mean, well, yeah, none of the well, nights ma- Then well, maybe they'll make a wolf. And <laughs> then, okay, so the show ends. Dan gets deprogrammed, and <laughs> he's never seen Shakedown after a show. Oh, my gosh, that was fun. So we take him out into utter mayhem. For those of you that have never been to Dick's, Dick's lot, it's popping after, off after a fish show is maybe one of the most unhinged places on the planet that I've ever. I've been to a lot of shakedowns after shows, and they're crazy. It's always a wild scene. Dick's lot after is unhinged. It's the epitome of the lunatics have taken over the asylum. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And even, and we couldn't, we were all really sprung and trying to find the car and just the whole trip. It, well, you know, when you're inside of the concert and you're having all this fun and then you go outside and then you just circus and you like, it's almost like going into like a moat, like a circular moat, you know, like mm-hmm. you're just kind of like a lazy river. It like takes you, you don't even realize where you're going. And then you're like, Oh wait. Is that park here? Okay. Oh wait, like and that is, maybe yeah. That's the, that's I don't know the if first like, night. Like, oh, stadium are we on? Yeah, and that's when I, I got lost too. I was like oh, a little yeah. kid for a moment. Like sep- turn around, separated. like within two seconds they were gone in the sea of people. I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? It was oh, I have a phone. <laughs> yeah, I'll just call Aaron. Finding and you, you actually responded immediately. I was like, I'm gonna call Aaron, but he's not gonna answer. And I'll try Mel. She won't answer her phone. They never answer their phone. <laughs> and you answered right away. I was like, where the fuck are you? What happened? We were like 20 feet away from each other yeah, too. Yeah. Um. So we get to the car, and it's it's a minivan again, everybody. And uh, we we start we leave Dick's lot, and I have earlier in the day we had gone back to uh, Ch- uh to, to raising canes. Oh yeah, raising. it was like add. You know how you can add a stop on your on your maps app. So I put in the place we were staying, and then added a stop to canes. So I thought I had hit the address to the house that we were going back to, <laughs> and we're. It's after a fish show, I'm driving, I'm on the freeway in Denver in a minivan doing 60 miles an hour. And it seemed like we were driving for a really long time. Yeah, it did. And, and I was like, because we were, this is weird. <laughs> and I was like, well, maybe I'm just spun. Like, and I kept saying like, I feel like we're driving backwards, like trying to be silly. And, and it was taking a really long time. And then I, I get off that it's our exits up 
And I'm like, oh, this looks familiar. Okay, cool. We're cool. And I turn and I see Raising Cane's. And I'm like, oh, shit. I just drove us like a quarter of the way to the wrong direction. About 15 minutes further than we needed to go. I just remember, too, because we were listening to radio. I don't know if we were listening to radio. I had that, but it was like. Oh, my gosh, yes. It was many songs. Like, this is a longer yeah. journey yeah. than it definitely <laughs> was. This is like the fourth long? or fifth song. Yeah. So, so I'm like, is anybody hungry? And everybody's like, no. So we finally get home and the party's on at the house and whatever. I'll, I'll skip all that. It was great getting to connect with the crew that we stayed with because we all didn't know each other very well. It was just um, me and Mel knew long strange putt, uh, but like some sexy art and the others that were there, we didn't really know. So we got the chance to really like yeah. connect with those cats and what a sweet, sweet bunch of people, man. It's a really cool, talented crew. Thank you for the merch. Um, some sexy art. Thank you so much. And long strange putt long for the fluff head hats. Yep. And I don't know. Devons tune. I'm, I'm not sure okay. what to say, but everybody calls him Tune. But right. it's Devin. He, it's, so, he is amazing. Yeah, all the vo- um and Mike, and Mike. Yeah, so thank you for and a Jordan. really good time. Yes. Yeah, man, such a cool crew. And so Mel and I like go to our room, and pass out, and get up in the morning. We're hanging out. We have our coffee. We do our thing, and we we make some food. And that's right. That oh my god, that parfait. Our friends, uh, Christina and Fernando, come oh. and meet us at the house. They're like, we're gonna get dropped off and drive with you guys to Dick's, and because we can catch up while we're on the way, because we haven't seen them since last year at Dick's. See what I'm talking about? We, that reunion. Yeah. So we get in the back in the minivan, and I open my navigation app, and I'm like, Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Oh, no problem. I almost forgot about this. Oh my god. And. Uh, <laughs> So I, I start driving and, and I, I'm cruising and I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't seem like we're going in the right direction. It seems like it's taking longer. Whatever. It's fine. I'm not spun it's now. It's taking and, me a secret way. Yeah. Like I'm go- <laughs> maybe it was traffic the other way and I'm just going a different way now, man. Nope. And we pull into the parking lot of Dick's Sporting Goods. Store. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> 20, and we were trying to hurry to get to the lot to get our spot. And, uh. <sighs> yeah, but other than that night too, everything worked out great. Thank you. Thanks to Luke, who was already there, and they got in line, and everything worked out. And but it was funny. And I will say, the- oh, I wanted to give um, Peter a shout out. Peter and Sarah, who were my neighbors on one of the nights, I think it was night. Night, yeah, <laughs> but he asked Once me to give him a four. shout out, and so here it is, Peter. I hope you listen. There it and is. uh, it was super fun dancing next to you, too. Night two, we got a chance. You guys have heard us talk about Luke and from our breath collective, and <clears throat> you know that he's like my breath work coach and the guy that's teaching me and Apple both meditation and stuff. And we all got a chance to hang out, mm. and it was really, really fucking was awesome to vibe with my brother in real life at our favorite band, like doing the thing and getting to laugh and be silly with him and have a great time Yeah, this night too. And I, and, and meeting his brother from another mother to yeah. Dave. It was yeah. so awesome. It, Hug the, it out. Um, out of all the songs they played on night two, I'm going to say 
for sure the 24 minute sand from night two <laughs> that Mel could, did not remember. You don't remember that? Well, you still I, don't no, I went back and I listened to the sand and I remembered why I didn't remember. Why? Because I, I, night two was, I was having a hard time on night two. What was wrong? I just like, there, I think it was like catching up to, to me, like just being tired. Oh, and like, all, like Ophelia yes, and not sleeping yeah, and partying. Exactly. And, okay, okay, all, okay, like yeah. all, all the things. And so when I heard sand, I was like, oh, I was like sitting on the ground and like listening inside. That's usually when I would have my blanket over, over my head. head. Th- that Those are those times. And I just didn't have a little scarf that day. Didn't did. register. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> register to use it or anything. But that I, I love sand and I was like waiting for it. But then that was that time that I was like, but not for me. <laughs> My money spent, it was expensive for us to do four nights of fish. Three people, four nights of fish, plane fare, all that stuff. It's expensive. Every dime that we spent to go to these shows was well spent for the encore, a night two, the split open and melt. I I, I was just explaining this to, to Sean McLean from World's Finest. We just did an interview with him a little while ago this evening. There's moments at concerts where music ceases to be music and it transcends tone and rhythm and meter and chord structure and all that. And it becomes something else. The last five minutes of that split open and melt was and I'm, this is a big statement, and I, I know I say stuff like this all the time, but this is, this is, <laughs> I mean this, like for real, them. this isn't, this isn't me being me. This isn't hyperbole. <laughs> this one's for real. This, this is for real. I mean it's for it this realsies. time. Yeah. <clears throat> it was the heaviest shit I've ever seen. I've never seen anything that intense. The last few minutes of that, I like, I stopped dancing and was holding on to Mel for dear life because I felt like if I didn't hold on to something solid, I was going to get blown into the sky behind dicks. You, you had the look on your face like Dan did on his first night on his first show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a oh stupefied gosh, Apple, kid. Yes. Like, 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 Holy. What, what, what just happened? I, I remember looking down at it because we were sitting behind the. The tents were kind of a little below us down there for the floor where they had all the beer and beverages. And like, mm. there's like 15, 20 staff people working who were grooving through most of the show and get, but the, during that, I saw like most of them were just standing there, like mouth open, staring at everybody in the stage. Like, what is happening at this place? I feel like whatever hose music comes through, it broke. The hose broke and the, the music water was just flowing like a broken water main pouring out on everybody. And I remember in like behind my eyes, I had my eyes closed and Kuroda's lights were doing like, it was the most insane fractal like DMT world behind my eyelids, watching the lights with my eyes closed. And I was thinking to myself, Holy shit. Like, my rational mind is going, what is actually happening right now? Like they have, the guys in the band have synced up to a point where it's not 
it's not even a thing to play. It's <laughs> it's the music is happening yeah. to them now. And then and that's happening to us too. And I started getting these like it felt like computer you know when the matrix mm-hmm. when the, the the letters fall when they're looking at the screens. Yeah, those green it letters. felt like that kind of download was happening in my head. Yeah. Like, like I tell you, I don't know who said that. It was like that this is like binary code music. Yeah, yeah. Like like sound like it it it's undescribable. I'm I'm sure some of you have listened. If you haven't, go listen to that split open and melt from that night. So I mean from night one with Dan, seeing his face, the show of life, getting to hang out with our family, Christina and Fernando Mm, and Lou. I love those two so much. All of our homies. And then this split open and melt like night two ended. They ended the show like right after this onslaught and released all these people whose brains had just been recoded out into shakedown land. Well, also on night two, I was just going to add at at the end before the encore, I was blown away by their cover of shine a light, the Rolling Stones, the way they ended that, the way everybody was singing that was like that church. That was so sweet. You're it right, It was like, Apple. holy shit. And then to open the encore with Wilson, which is always, the, play, the place just blows up and loses their mind. Wilson! And, and I'm thinking I mean, to myself, like... I want to see it. I'm thinking to my... Oh, you want night two or night three? I want what, just whatever you're looking at. Okay, here's night three. I'm thinking to myself as night two ends, like, they can't... You can't top that. There's no way that you can, like do what they just did and then come back and do more. And then night three. And then night three happens. Night three was another level. (laughs) (laughs) Well spoken. It it was that note that you were talking about that, you know, you can't even barely explain it. You can't, that was the entire day of day night three. (laughs) That's true. Well, we not just the, if you can mix the perfect day with the perfect show show, but also like the perfect feelings we were riding on a high of a job well done. We had just done Ophelia's. Yeah. Now we were there for a few days. So since day, day three, three we're us. like marinating in it. It's kind of like just felt so good. It felt like, you know, well, we, we also came home from the show on night two, slept for like three hours, woke up and started partying again immediately and partied all day long until it was time to go to the show. Like I had to take a nap so that I would be able to drive <laughs> to the show. Yeah, we were well into yeah. the, the zone. We were, we were for it, night three. Yeah, it was happening. What did they open with on night three? They came out with that jammed out Fluffhead. (laughs) Yeah, they jammed out Fluffhead. Uh, They jammed out. They don't usually jam it like that. And it was, it was, it was was something special, man. And, and you know that like when your favorite band comes out and does some shit they don't normally do in on day three of a run, you're like, Ooh, we're in for a good night. And it, it really did feel like that. Like, well, yeah, it, well, and then it was then they well they did that cover my soul cover. They, we got the Reba. Everybody was really into the Reba. That was special. 
Well, the special the list was the howling. That was it for me. <laughs> that was when when three night three was popping off. It was before that, but like it was like settled <laughs> at that howling. I've been wanting that to happen from night one. We had that awesome full moon, and the clouds were up high and the moon was behind it making that like silver lining and it was just amazing and so like night one i was like come on howling i'm like trying to get people she had her whole section (laughs) howling on night one and whatever i put it out into the ethers i don't know if trey heard me but night three i felt like from that moment on like the show was dedicated to no simple road (laughs) and i know that's not true but i still felt like that that's fine i felt like somehow in the ethers they knew exactly what songs that i wanted slash needed to hear because i I got my 2001. I got well, my I, first tube. I got my howling. I, I mean, like the there howling. Was a I, I, opener, I finally like, got on board. I was like, okay, Mel is willing this so much. It's oh, and gonna don't happen. doubt me. Don't doubt and me. Was heard, my favorite. We heard it. We heard when the howling started the first couple notes. It was like, huh? Oh shit! Huh? It's and on. I was ready with my car. I, I was I was very <sighs> elevated at that point. Hard hard to even look at the phone, but I'm like, okay, I gotta capture this moment, and that's what that's the clip Aaron threw up on. Yeah, go go Instagram. to our Instagram, and you'll see Mel's real like. This is real joy. <laughs> that's like joy from the front of your toenails. Joy, like. It's the cutest, coolest thing to see you that sprung on fish. It's because of Trey's singing in that song. Like, he, it's not just because of that, but there is something about how he sings that. It's so cool. It's so. It's starting to feel good. It, <laughs> yes, it is. It it feels good. Well, and that, and that was that was the it, like that was right at the end of the second set. Like we feel oh, yeah. the show is almost over. Yeah, Before we're gonna that, get two more. We maybe. got the awesome chalk dust torture, the forty six mm-hmm. days, then the howling, and then Piper, which everybody always which sings okay. Long there was this with. moment that happened with Jordan and um one of his friends. Oh, I know um uh, Ryan because I somehow or another we were talking i can't remember what we were talking about but then he was like oh this he was introducing me to ryan that's what it was and he was like oh well ryan has a daughter and his daughter's name is piper and at that moment they started they started piper and i was like ryan do you realize that like this is like for us right this exact moment right like you know that he's like like, yeah yeah and so and we just like went crazy after that i had it was amazing the best time Dancing next to my brother Jordan. Oh my god! And when it, he had the hat on, <laughs> he is. I, I I love being with you guys at shows. Being with Jordan at shows is some of the funnest shit on the planet. I love watching him dance, and he's so sarcastic even while the band's playing, and it's my favorite thing in the world. Like they'll do some outrageously cool thing, and he'll just like glance over at me, be like, eh. it was just all right what do you yeah he the best feeling dancing with him that night and 
at the end. Um, and Jamie, are you kidding me? When she she my, just pops up in my vision, like just every now and then, she just pops up with those beautiful, cute little sultry eyes of hers and her little she's the smile of her hers. smile, <laughs> like everything about Jamie just comes up, and she's like, "Boom, I'm here, I'm boss, I'm bad." Like, yeah, that's and a and then jamming next to her was like it was it, the night. The night was I was feeling amazing. myself too, man. I like left our section and went and danced with um from goose chicks oh leslie Leslie. i went and danced (laughs) with her for a little while during the howling and so you know show ends they're gonna encore cool they're gonna do one two songs maybe yeah we know that the the night's almost over so they gave us a 42 minute and 36 second six song encore with some of the baddest shit i was praying for a don't doubt me on head the knee that I did not realize how much I love that. Like when he did that, that was Someone's just like, got to clean that for up. the rest of the trip, <laughs> for the rest of the trip. That's what it was all about. Someone's got to clean that up <laughs> and closing the show with the most energetic run, like an antelope. Mm. I, I came unhinged during an antelope. I was shaking. My hair was wild. Like show opener. It was on (laughs) go back home. Actually pro that was the night that we got lost. We Mel Apple and I (gasps) walked out of dicks. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Literally could not find our car. Uh, We, we kept like walking over to the stadium and being like, what side of the stadium are we? But on? wait, before we got lost, we were walking out just outside of the doors of the stadium, and we whirl into this man, and he said that oh, yeah. he got lost last year till six a.m. Yeah. and was crying. He was like, "I'm sorry to say that I was crying." And he He's was like, like, "These two older ladies found me and helped me find my car and got me home." And I was like, "Oh, that would suck to lose your car here at Dick's." Well, and then next thing you know, we're twirling around in the Dick's parking lot going, oh, yeah, this way. Oh, yeah, that way. And it was literally the same way, but just the opposite direction. We kept going we're back, like, side circle, to side. We are walking, like, side to side. And yeah. then... Um, Mel got frustrated I got with fr- me and Apple. I, I, I got frustrated with Eric because I'm like, I'm like, dude... Look at the stadium. That is nice. He's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> he like, refuses to believe anything. Dude, you Apple cannot said. argue with me. We're looking directly into the stadium. Nuh-uh. There's the one side. Uh-uh. No, no, it's not, dude. What are you talking about? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then we'd start and, and, walking, and we'd be like, yep, this is the way. This is the way. No, for, no, oh, we shit, would be like it. that. <laughs> <laughs> we? No, he's literally lying. We, none of us, would be like that. That was not true. He literally went against everything Apple and I said and was like so confident i was like it's over here it's this way and then we'd go that way and he's like where are we this is the wrong way (laughs) and then we're like we know you said that and he's like but it's this way for sure no it's not like and mel finally she's like until "Mm." you two idiots figure out where you're going i'm sitting right here in this chair which there happened to just be a a chair no literally okay bar stool almost this is the scene it is kind of like off to the side with the lot like it's still going on but it's not like the hub so we have like there's one perfect chair there's a spotlight on that chair and it's like a bar stool chair so it's like elevated and it's just sitting there in this most gorgeous spot just like on looking and so nobody was sitting there so I was like I'm gonna sit right here 
until you guys figure it out and I'm not moving until we've got a plan. That's the end of it. And I sat there and then an angel from heaven came down. Like okay. literally so an angel, a fish angel <laughs> came in and was like, all right, no simple road. This is why you got lost. Well, we sat down and, and Abigail will just say that she, we've been trying to get together before the the concert we've Wait, been trying to get together abigail is a listener of no simple road that has been a champion a road dog for no simple road for years support we've us. never had the opportunity to to meet in the real world and we had been communicating back and forth we knew she was going to be at dicks we were going to try and hook up but we we couldn't we really wanted to meet each other in real life finally we've mel and i have done tarot readings for her we we know her but we've never got to hang out and so well, so we we're planning to meet and I was like, let's make it a game. We were text texting back and forth. I was like, we'll make it a game. And so I'm sitting there and these guys are smoking a cigarette and just talking back and forth. No plan is being made. Just now it's just now we're leisurely. Just yeah. <laughs> now we're just leisurely standing around <laughs> and I look up and I see this angel from heaven and I was like, oh my gosh, what Abigail? And she's like, Mel Aaron and like her eyes were just like we were both shocked. We must have both. Yeah, looked all like, of us were. We must floored. have. Yeah, all looked like the same to each other. Like these huge eyeballs. Just like I can't believe we just literally bumped into each other. And it was because I was like, I'm not moving. And because we got lost. And because we got lost. And it was like an hour after the show. Yeah. And, and we were long. We were pretty far out from. Our the car. stadium and everything. We were out of ways, like, and shared the coolest moment with her. Oh my gosh. Just like hugging each other and crying and laughing. And <sighs> it was so dope. Like, it, it, one of my favorite moments ever. That's when, you know, it's beyond a podcast at that point. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, like, shit. Yeah. We, that's what this dick's run slash Ophelia's um, appearance slash this Denver trip has done for me. is like maybe like it always solidifies that. Cause I remember coming back last time with Nathaniel's story mm -hmm. and that was so impactful and so powerful and like, and it still is, it didn't lose no, no, none of its heat. Stayed just as no, it's just spicy. as ripe. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but Abigail that what she brought for us that evening and the just the culmination of wanting to see somebody and wanting to meet somebody and finally doing that and then it being so divine so like purposeful yeah and and it was a game and and she won and so did we <laughs> we won Everybody we all won. won and and it was that night of three sets like who hears of a 42 minute encore yeah there's and no I, i've never i don't heard know 100 percent, but we heard that from several people that's the longest encore fish has ever done and maybe there is a thing out there i just haven't heard of it it's no. not it's not common put it that way so it's like this extraordinary evening and I got the howling and we had this stellar oh. time with Jamie and Jordan and like Luke. their group and Luke and all that. Christina and Fernando. then, but yes, exactly. And then bumping into Abigail like that, you just, it was like a, a bomb going off. You're no simple road angel on the road. And uh, it, a side note, I had been dancing with my shoes off. 
like I had Tevas. I had been dancing with my shoes off on the con. We were dancing on the concrete in in Dicks, and for some weird reason, both of the, my big toes, bottom of my big toes, had like blisters the size of the bottom of my big toe on them, <laughs> and my feet were fucked by oh night God. three, and it hurt to walk. And it, after we saw Abigail, it was like the confusion was gone. And I was like, oh, the car's this way. And we started walking. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. It, <laughs> instantly. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit too because it didn't exactly happen that way. You finally, we finally started walking. We were, we were calmed down. And then I, we, we, we had another person that kind of interjected to help us with it. And I was like, see, dude, I told you this was the, and you're like, oh, you're okay. This is Mike's side. Okay, I see what you were trying to say. Then it all clicked. Like and it was, it was like, an effort. Oh yeah, and then we all finally communicated, and we're like, now we know where we're going. So we start walking, and we're we're right next to we're parked right next to this, these giant soccer field, and I take off my shoes, and I'm walking in this like, I don't know, four and a half inch grass that had been watered maybe two hours ago. So it was like it was moist, the most lush, <laughs> cold, cold, mm-hmm. wonderful foot massage you ever felt in your life. And I, I wanted to cry like my feet hurt so bad before that I stepped into the grass and was like angels were singing. And that, that was funny too, because you're like, he's walking ahead of us and me and Mel are kind of behind him and we're both still have our shoes on. We're just kind of like at that point, we were tired and wanted to get back there. It's like, whatever, fucking glass. And Mel's like, maybe we should take our shoes off and see what he's, cause yeah. he's like, he's like 10 feet ahead of us. He's just like, oh, like, like I almost picture like Julie Andrews, like the hills yes. are alive. Yeah. With it was the, like and then we took our shoes and we were like, Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> what is this grass? This is the best grass in the world. It was so compliments amazing. to the groundskeepers yes, at absolutely. the soccer fields at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Hey, wow. Compliments to Mother Earth for providing us up with the dope that. foot massage after the show. I wanted to talk about the cute thing that I did right after we, after Abigail left. So she leaves and we're like totally in la la land and like heart emoji eyes and then there was this beautiful display that somebody had set up with like white paper bags with candles in them and like little like stones in them to keep them from blowing away and it reminded me of when we were luminarios luminarios it reminded me of when we were in mexico and they had that art display with the lights and we were walking the little pyramids yeah and it was just like after that moment to walk through that and and like serene kind of lit up um mystical it was uh, like a labyrinth yeah it was like a labyrinth it was just like a, a magical solidification of like all the stuff that the connections and all the lives that we get intermingled with. And I love it. I love every second of it. It's amazing to to come to a concert in another state and have our entire family around us with us there. And to be able to connect with everybody individually at some point during the run you know you have your moment with each person and i think that like 
the music is amazing and that's why we're all there but ancillary to that is these magical moments that we share with each other during and after the shows and the relationships that are built inside of that foundation are some of the most beautiful and strong and fun relationships that we have in our lives. And it's because of that. Well, one cool thing that you reminded me of that I had thought of, but I I forgot. It's like one of those things you think of and then you forget to say, you know, but you said it, that it was your one um, year anniversary of meeting Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember that. I remember walking over like section 115 and like, you know, I didn't, you know, Jamie was there and, but she kind of went off to get a drink for a little bit and we talked to Jordan and I remember the whole thing and I was like, what a year has done. Like, it seems so much longer. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about Ben and Tiff, like th- that story, it just seems like we've known them for like 20 years, you know, Jordan and Jamie have only been in our life for a, a year. year. And I love those two. Yeah, man. I'll fight for them. <laughs> Mel means it too. <laughs> I will. She'd cut a, per- she'd cut a I person. Will. She would. I'll be like, Mm-mm. So we we make it home safely, obviously. But I would talk it out first. <laughs> and uh, we we crustily get up the next morning and we're we're hanging in there. I'm 51. I, I, I could do this. Like, it's cool. I have to say after that, I stayed up till 4.30 in the morning that night, which should yeah caught up with me on sunday that's okay uh we we i'm gonna be responsible today i'm gonna get us to the lot early i'm not gonna drive us to dick's sporting goods i'm gonna drive us to dick's sporting goods park we're gonna get there early so that we can get our good spot that we like we're gonna get in line we're gonna have eaten we're gonna have all of our supplies before we go there too that is the morning that we got up and we went to brunch (gasps) at linger Ooh, and got Apple. treated like kings and queens by Justin Coochie, Justin Coochie and, and the staff at the staff was amazing. Oh, wow. The food was amazing. It just, if you are ever in Denver, all I would say is look up, go to one or all of the restaurants up there. That's part of edible beats. Yep. Linger, uh, Ophelia's, there is, down. is meals that like define a time in your life. That meal will forever define yeah. this time. Yeah. In our every yeah. bite was well. That was our so, our first so like amazing. good meal for of the run. That was the first time we ate in those well, three no, days. No, it wasn't. <laughs> we ate, but like that was like the first time we really like you know we when we first got there we did that, but like it was just special. It was special to be treated. The food was incredible. The drinks were amazing. The feeling. And I can't say enough about how important it is that we're even dining in there after knowing the kind of person that Justin is and like our history, our personal, no simple road history to be there. It's like kind of like, um, you know, when, when a rock star invites you to their house. Yeah. I yeah. totally feel like and, that. You know, and, like here have. And down to like the, the staff from the hostess to everybody, like, you could tell they genuinely loved working there yeah. and treating people. Well, and their staff was incredible. Yeah. Everywhere we went, Ophelia's, everybody was um, incredible. Stoked Same to be thing. having that yeah. job. The hostess at um, Linger was adorable and so like sweet and like. I, being just, treated to a meal is cool. 
Yeah. Somebody's like, yeah, let, me, I've let me spoil in, you. I've worked in the service industry and I know about good service. I know how to oh, yeah, that was give impeccable. it and receive it. And I know like, you know, you sometimes people don't pay attention. They just, you know, get walked to their table. Yeah. But I like pay attention to the staff and like. It, everybody it was just it great. was next level it was next level it was great so yeah we we we're going to be responsible last day we're we're all in like we're going for it all our supplies are ready we're packed we're going to the show we get to the lot early doors open at six we get in line and then it starts raining well apple gets in line yeah mel and i went and did some stuff yeah, and then we came back and uh it starts raining I had gone to the car as soon as I walked away from Melon Apple, like the oh. wind starts howling. There, there was hardly any wind. And all of a sudden it was like, it was like 30 mile an hour, like hard to stand mm-hmm. wind like that. Yep. It and then it starts sheets of rain coming down. I like run to the car. These two stayed in line, got <sighs> soaked. It was I- funny <laughs> trying to see those trees where those trees were. I mean, they were decent sized trees. <laughs> But there was enough room for maybe like six, eight people to huddle under. There's like 50 people yeah. just packed trying to we- weasel we in. We were all trying the- to block I the gave, rain I gave from up. everybody. I was like, I'm still getting so I just stepped back out and just got, I was soaked through. So it, we're in line and it's like, there's a, to the south of Dick's is a wall of black cloud and mm-hmm. lightning and thunder. And it's the kind of storm that like, you're not quite sure if it's safe to be outside. You're also not quite sure if there's going to be a concert tonight at this point. Mm-hmm. And at that point, the loudspeakers, which nobody is doing, obviously, the oh, yeah. loudspeakers. Take shelter. Take shelter in your car. We will let you know when the storm passes. Yeah. Like, nobody was moving. Nobody, nobody was going to leave so their spot to we go to their car. <laughs> in line, asshole to elbow, against a fence from 5 o'clock until 8.15. And Apple had been standing there a lot longer. Yeah. And when I say standing asshole to elbow, like you have your like six inches of space around your body and that's it for that long. And it was. And and when it's that long, everything's shifting. It was getting tighter. Like every 15 minutes you notice like this is a little bit tighter. Yeah. And then people were getting tired and sitting down. So when somebody sits down in a crowd of packed people, everybody has to move a little bit more for them. Yeah. So people are sitting down. That's when I was starting to lose. I had to, I was thirsty. I was afraid to take a drink of my water because I already had to pee. And I finally, I had to bail out a lot. I told, I was like, okay, this is the point. I'm going to piss myself soon. (laughs) I've got to go. I'm sure you wouldn't have been the only one. Yeah, and it took me like five minutes to get, because it was so tight. I'm like, excuse me. I like tripped over a lady that was sitting that I didn't see. And everybody everybody was agitated by the dudes like, dude, watch out for my girl. And I'm like, bro, sorry. sorry." And got out and then had to go wait in line at the porta potties for 15 minutes. So (laughs) they finally opened the gates at 815. Storms passed. Everybody rushes. We get to our spot. We fight. We got a great spot. And after being on such a high for the past four days, including Ophelia's, and now this is the fifth day for us, like, it was weird. That last night was strange. Like, Fish played a great show. I've got no nothing to say that Fish did anything bad or... 
Fish is consistent. They're knocking it out of the park every night, and so it then it's always your attitude and what you bring. My it, how, like was, if you're tired or if you're and weird. What, what or they did is they made sure they made sure that we got a show, man. And they played they're gentle. They're like they're crazy. Classy, it's just classy. it's just weird when there's no set break and things aren't jammed out as long. It was like okay, we want to give them a full show in the time we have, so we're just gonna get to it. I felt like. You know when, um, like, your car's breaking down and your battery's not right and you'll go to start your car and it'll be like, and then it'll catch, and then die? That's what was happening to me all night long. Like, I would start to connect to the music and then just be getting into it and then it would fall apart. And I was like... What the hell's going on? What's wrong with me tonight? Like, it just everything seemed off, and it was me mm-hmm. all night long. I, when it wasn't just you, it was a lot. A lot of people were saying the same things. Like everybody, we stay. Everybody felt it, it was an off night because of the way it started. Yeah. Well, I've heard that some people something. say that the last night was their favorite night. I've heard nobody say that, but I believe you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was. It was weird, man. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. And I gotta say. When Mel and I finally got back to the Airbnb after that last show, the pass out that happened. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't I can't even describe it without drooling. It was just like instant. Yeah. There's just it's so good when you're on vacation, too, and you don't have to wake up for anything. Our flight was later that night. We weren't we were going to meet somebody, but it was going to be later. Like it just as I stayed up till 430 in the morning again with the boys hanging out. But (laughs) meeting Jack and Lil's, that was amazing. Yeah, going to breakfast with Bacon Man. Yeah, and and Lil's Lil's and uh, you can't remember their name either. No, I can't. And they bought us breakfast. Kevin? It was so sweet. Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, man. No, it would that wasn't Kyle. <laughs> I, we anyway. didn't meet a Kyle. Sorry, guys. It was I'm dope. trying to remember everybody's name and it's not <laughs> So I have to say that like if I had to encapsulate the entire experience, I would f- have to say that I feel like No Simple Road leveled up as far as like what we do live that was a brand new experience for us doing something that big and i feel very good about what we did there what we brought and the experience that we had afterward meeting shapiro and and um justin Mm -hmm. and then these stellar fish shows with all this magic inside i feel like we leveled up again and now it's the end of the season. We have one more festival. Which Cascade Equinox, we're coming for you. It's We're so excited. It, we're podcasting live. We're putting together a whole thing for them, a whole experience yeah. that we're going to do. And uh, I feel like this year has been the year of leveling up for No Simple Road. Yeah, it really has. Personally, we- our, our um, relationships with the people that are close to us have leveled up. Yes. The show itself has leveled up. The band we love has leveled up like all of it. Mm -hmm. The story is playing out. I constantly flash back to the beginning of the year when we did the tarot card reading with Aaron and Liz. Yeah. 
it's it's play it's playing out the way all the cards. Wow. Yeah. Well, magic is real, folks. Yep. If you, if you didn't already know that, I'm I'm that, here to tell you. I wanted to but, talk about Kyle. Did we we didn't mention Kyle at all? No. So Kyle, well, we mentioned Kyle when we met him at Ophelia's, but you didn't. We did didn't we talk elaborate about, more oh. about seeing him every night, except well, for Saturday. The the the, 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 the he was like, damn it, the one <laughs> show he went to go see Mastodon. Uh, yeah, no, I just wanted to say that I I wanted it to be recorded. That was such a sweet introduction, and he was so genuine and making me feel comfortable and talking to us after the show um, at Ophelia's and telling us his thoughts and just a really caring person. And I just wanted to say that, that he was rad and he brought up a, he was a good part of our Dick's weekend. Yeah, man. So for all of you that uh, we interacted with at Dick's, um, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> for all of you that we interacted with. If you liked it. I love you. We ya. liked it. And, <laughs> you uh, didn't. We for didn't. all that you that got a sticker from us and you're listening for the first time, thanks for listening. Yeah, and welcome. Our, our bearded brothers, Chris and Dave, yes. who were with us <laughs> like every night, even the night they weren't with us, they came and found us at the mm-hmm. end of the night. And if, awesome. if you are one of those people that likes fish and you've never been to Dick's, I, I just say, man, whatever you need to do to make it happen next year, come. It's It's a really, really amazing place to see this band. And I feel like when they play there, something special happens. It's the end of the run. They're they're going to be off for a little while. They pull out all the stops, and mm-hmm. those those Dick shows, man, are, are legendary. So, and it it is it's it's a thank you thank you to Fish because it is like they facilitate. Yeah. It's like the awesome, like great grandpa or something, the tradition of a family reunion. And it's set in Denver in the middle of the country where people can converge from all over the country to come meet yeah. in the middle. And it's, yeah, very special. It really Best is. Best family reunion ever. And I want to say a very special thank you to Andy Frasco and and uh, to Chris Pandolfi Aww. and uh, to the Ophelia's team. And thanks, everybody. We will be doing more live stuff. We're going to put something together um, here in Portland. I actually uh, talked to Cam Hart. Uh, you know him. He's the guy that does the like jaded fish vet videos and stuff like that on Instagram. Him and I had a really, really great conversation at set break. And uh, we are going to put something together here in Portland, a live podcast. Yeah, and uh, His best show ever. Best podcast. show ever podcast. Give it a listen. I was a guest on there. He um, he had Jeff Aravello from, from Goose and Long Strange Putt. And yeah, go check out the best show ever podcast. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing something here live in Portland. So keep your ears open, your eyes open, and uh, we'll let you know when that's coming up. Anybody else have anything else? We love you. (laughs) (laughs) No, just it was an amazing weekend and it was great spending time with everybody. And yeah, man, I love you, Fernando. I love you, Christina. (laughs) Yeah, 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 one last one. Like, so glad, like I said to you, Andrew, that you're in our lives from here on out. And we'll be seeing you soon. Yeah, he's coming. He's flying out uh, the day we're going to Cascade Equinox to join us on the journey. Yep. Going to be a trip. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see all you in, in like 12 days or whatever at ca- or 11 days, Cascade Equinox Festival. If you don't have tickets, get your tickets, come see us podcast live. 
I heard that there's going to be some cool bands there. I don't know. <laughs> Might be Goose and LPGOB and stuff, but whatever. Pretty Lights. Pretty Lights. Something like Eggie, that. Whatever. Um, and we'll be back on Friday with another episode. So until then, take care of each other. Smile at a stranger. Safety third. Love one another. Hydrate. Hug yourself. Hey, who's got our SOs? And uh, get some sleep, man. I have one last thing to say. What? Uncle Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.